0: Father, be magnified above every circumstance in our lives. Tonight, oh God, we drown all our problems under the cross. Father, tonight we take the bull by the horn. And we say that let there be a turning point in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you have prayed concerning certain issues in your life for a very long time? And those issues are still there. Oh, only one, two, three, four, five. So as I keep talking about it, the hands go up. Okay, all right, no problem. Hallelujah. So tonight, I will give you a solution. Amen. Amen. And when you go to the hospital and you are diagnosed of your problem and they give you solution, you have a choice of either flashing out the medication. I remember when I was growing up, anytime I go to the hospital and then I look at the chart and I know I'm going to be given an injection. I just, I just packed myself and I just leave the hospital. And I will be shivering in the house. And you think that you have swept the doctor. You have swept yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the title of my message is taking the bull by the horn. Taking the bull by the horn. It's an expression. If you have seen a bull before, you will find that taking the bull by the horn is not a simple thing and you can only do so if you are very serious and you have an agenda so it's an expression for those who are really serious and they are determined to arrest whatever circumstance that troubles them from time to time Hallelujah. And I believe that I have the, the right crowd in this place. Because there are some people who just came to spectate. They are spectators. You are in the, you know, you are in the wrong place. Hallelujah. But I want to sit by a Jacob who was not afraid of an angel. And he held on to the angel. And he said, I will not let you go. And actually that angel was God. You see, God was even surprised at the guy's tenacity. And he said, look, Lord, until you bless me. The guy was desperate. Hallelujah. And he held on to the Lord. You see, some of us, we don't have stamina. We give God ultimatums. But what we lack is stamina. Rather than giving God ultimatums, you have to pray to God for stamina. Because the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord. You know, this week, I had a very important visitor. Is one of my very good friends who has relocated to another state. And then he was in town for a meeting, so he called me for lunch. So, as we were walking in Manhattan, he said, I don't even feel that I have even lived in this city before. I don't have any feeling. Please close that door. Otherwise, I will also put my microphone down and go and pee, and it will not be nice. Any? All right. So he said, "I don't. Oh, I don't even feel like I have lived in this place before." And he turned to me and said, "When I was living this place, I was so disappointed with God." I was disappointed. This person I'm talking to you about, he's a pastor. And a no-mean small pastor. He's an Ubuntu in the spirit. And he said, When I was leaving this city, I was so disappointed with God. I had come to a place in my life that I felt that God had disappointed me. Because he had to live here. Not through his own choice. But he had to go. Right? So he left. But what he was looking for, that he did not get here. The Lord had already prepared it somewhere for him to go and get it. You know, so he turned to me and he said, you see, if we can only understand God's plans. And if we can have that revelation, you know, to know what God has in store for us, we will not be weary. And we will not fret. In this world, you need revelation. And you need knowledge. Because without knowledge also, you will perish. Then I told him a story. And I said, a man of God went to heaven. He died and he went to heaven. So when he went to heaven, he met God. And he was having a conversation with God. And God told him that, when you come back, apologize on my behalf to my people. Because a lot of Christians are disappointed with God. They are disappointed with God. Because there are things that they have cried to God day and night for. And they have not received it. And they are disappointed with God. But they are disappointed because of where they stand. Because of where they stand, they are disappointed. But if they stand in this place and they can see how things unfold, you know, what will, you know what will happen? They will be grateful. Please. Let's sit. Otherwise, I get you know, distracted and I don't want to. Especially when listen, open the door. Anyone who wants to go and pee, do so now. Okay? Because otherwise, It it, it just stopped the flow. No, no, no. Open it. Open it. Anyone who wants to pee can go and pee. It's it's not loud though? All right, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool, man. That's cool. That's cool, man. Hallelujah. Why are you laughing at my slimes? Oh, man. What, what was I saying? These are some of the things I don't like. So he said that when you come down, apologize. And you know, there are many Christians who are disappointed with God. Maybe they thought that, you know, when they turn 21, you know, people will start calling them and uh, they will you know, they will say to them that, How are you doing? How and then, you know, they are very cool, but they will realize that around, around that age, it was true a lot of people were calling them. Then, when they passed the 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, those people they stopped calling and they realize that now what, what they are entitled to is a, a you know, a salutation and then you know, a handshake. The hacks and all those things have ceased. You see, and even when it's, you know, even when your birthday is coming, you are not happy. Meanwhile, it's an occasion for you to be joyous. But you are not happy. Because you feel that there are certain things in your life that you have not accomplished. So sometimes even you don't want to announce your birthday. Hallelujah. You don't want to. Because you know, another year means another problem, another issue. And even the songs that you sing, they change. Here I am waiting. Uh, you see, the, 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 the choice of your songs. Hide me. And I am. those are the songs that you sing. Hallelujah. So God told the man of God, when you go back, apologize to my people on my behalf. Let's start from Jeremiah 29, verse 11. God says that, for I know the thoughts I have concerning you. For I know the thoughts. Imagine, imagine somebody coming to you with all your problems, and the person says to you that, for I know the thoughts I have concerning you. It sounds very nice. And it sounds very soothing. And God does not end there. He says, the plans I have for you, the thoughts I have for you, they are thoughts of good. Good plans. You see, I am always surprised how God has better plans for me than I even have for myself. He says, I have good plans for you. They are plans of good and not plans of disaster. To give you a future. To give you what? A future. A future. God's plan is that you will have a bright future. God's plan is that you will live a successful life. God's, it is only those who are saying amen are the ones who will take the bull by the horn maybe you are in the wrong place tonight I tell you you are in the wrong place you came to spectate but I came to take the bull by the horn hallelujah God's plan for you is that you will experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living God's plan for you is that you will eat from the abundance of his household God's plans for you is that He will supply all your needs. Not some, but all. All your needs. All of them. Including every need that you have. All of them. According to his riches in Christ Jesus. God's economy is not dependent upon the movement of the market. Hallelujah. It doesn't depend on that at at all. And he says that you will live in plenty all the days of your life. You see, when we read the word of God, our spirits are charged up. If your spirit is not charged up when you read the word of God, then you have to pray to God to energize your spirit. Hallelujah. So that when you read the word of God, your spirit will be charged up. And then you see the precious and the rich promises of God. And and, and, and you are amazed that for somebody like you, God loves you so much that he can look at your face and say that the Lord is your shepherd and you shall not want. But you know, apart from all these precious promises, we also realize that In fact, things are not going well. In fact, one one pastor said that "Ah, we say the Lord is our shepherd and I shall not want, but then I am also in need. He's a pastor, but he said that. See, so we realize that even though God has given us all these promises, things are not actually going well. There are certain issues that you cannot even discuss them because of the nature of the issues. Hallelujah. You can't, and some of the problems, you don't even know their origin. You don't know how you got to that place. You don't have answers. And you don't know what to do. You see, sometimes when we get our W 2 at the end of the year, we are so depressed. Because when you look at the money that has passed through your hands all these years, and you ask yourself, what have I done with the money? Sometimes when you look at the number of years you have lived in this country, and you have tried so many times to get papers to live here, So that you can wear, I mean, you have tried it all. You have gone to Mexico, you have gone to Canada, you have gone to Alabama, you have gone to Louisiana. You have, I mean, you have done everything. Everything. You have tried adoption, you have tried, you know, I mean, you have tried. Look, a a grown up like you, you want somebody to adopt you. I mean, you have tried it all. You have tried it all. And it is not working. It's not working. So sometimes you are laughing. But behind the laughter. Oh my God. My God. My God. My God. Hallelujah. It is not everyone who is laughing. Is happy. Do you know that? Nah. Because apart from the laughter behind it. Are issues. Issues of life. Issues of life. And have you ever sat down? You see your story is like Gideon. When the angel came and said that. Hey man of God. He said mighty man of God. Where, where, where are you coming from? To tell me that I am a mighty man of God. Where are God's promises? Where are God's promises? That we are suffering here. Look at me. Look at me. And you are calling me a mighty man of valor. You see, that is our story sometimes. But God does not see you as a failure. Hallelujah. God sees a different person. He doesn't see the way you see yourself. So even though you think that you are suffering, God sees you as a mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. It is just a matter of time God is going to unveil his plans. And when God unveils his plans Oh my God, you will sing and you will shout for joy. Hallelujah. So you see, do not be moved by what people say. Amen. And be not be moved by circumstances. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be moved by circumstances. You see one day I was you know working with this guy. He's Apache. In fact he li- you know he loves money. And he's always you know, looking for way to cut you no know, corners. And cheat people. I was with him. We went to a shop, he bought some pairs of shoes and the shoes were very cheap. So he negotiated for a cheaper rate and then he bought a lot. As soon as he came to you know, his workplace and the workplace are full of um, Ghanaians, he said, oh, I just brought this from Italy. <laughs> and a shoe that we bought for, for 25 pounds per pair he sold the shoe for 60 pounds. Two, two, minutes walk, two minutes walk. Two minutes walk. Two minutes walk. But you see, a lot of us, we are moved by the things that people say. I think that they, Italy just trickled something. You see, sometimes, you know, you haven't planned to buy anything. But, but then somebody will come, oh, I brought this from America. Eh. But you haven't planned to buy a, you know, anything. You know, you may say that New York is a very hard place. So, now I hear that the new place is where? Where is the new place? Ohio, where? Texas, Wales, Atlanta, Florida. But you see, if you read the Bible, you see, If you are a Christian and you don't read the Bible, you have no direction. The light in you is turned off. I mean, it's turned off because, you see, you are moving by your own understanding. Meanwhile, the Bible says that lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge the Lord. Maybe that is not where God has placed you. So, God told Isaac, do not relocate. Don't move from this place. Stay here and plant. It is better to hear the voice of the Lord than to get a call from your friend that come. If you have heard the voice of the Lord, it's okay. But if it is the voice of your friend, be careful. Because your, your steps are not ordered by them. The Bible says that, I know the plans I have for you. They are plans of God. So it says sometimes you will relocate. I mean, every state you have lived there before. But things are not going well for you. So at a point, you need to sit down and say that I am going to take the bull by the horn. I am going to go down on my knees, right? And then search and ask, why are things the way they are? You see, one day, a man brought his son to the disciples because the son was tormented by evil spirits. And the disciples were not able to. So later on, Jesus came and he performed the miracle. The disciples came back and they asked Jesus, why were we not able? I like them. Say, why were we not able? And God showed them the secret. So the next time, they were able to do it. They didn't say that the guy is not serious. The guy doesn't have faith. The guy does not believe in God. They didn't say that. They say, Lord, why were we not able? Why were we not able? And I think that at a point in our lives, we need to come to God and analyze the issue and ask the Lord, why were we not able? How come that the Bible says that God has good plans for us? We thought that when we come to America, our, I mean, our problems will be over. Hey! It's not an uh, easy thing. Sometimes you see people who are married and say, yeah, I wish. But you don't know that on the other side they are praying that Lord, let there be a miracle this year. Let there be a miracle. Do you know the miracle that they you know they are praying for? Because of fine protocol, I won't say it here. God told Jeremiah that I have plans for you. They are plans of good and not of evil. God did not end there. He said that, but this is what the sovereign Lord says. The one who formed the heavens and the earth and everything in it. He says, call upon me. Call upon me. And I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. There are a lot of things in life, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know. We have no clue of even what is going to happen in two hours. We have no clue. Do you think that people who fly airplanes and they don't get to their destination if they know? That it is the last time they are flying. Do you think that they will go? No, they won't. You see, this world is a spiritual world. It's a spiritual world. You see, my, my, my town that I come from, there was this guy. Bright day, sunny day, he will walk through town with a lantern. And then when you ask him, Why do you have lantern in your hands? On a sunny day like this. Do you know his answer? You don't see what I see. If you see what I see, you see sun, But I see darkness. And I need this light to be able to know where I am going. Oh yeah. See, one day there was a lady that we buy papers like Graphic, Times, Mirror. You you know, do you remember those days? And that lady also fries um, donuts, very nice donuts, very nice, and the donuts, oh, they buy the donuts like hot cakes, you know, and you have to go early before you can get your consignment. And you know, one day we arrived there to buy papers. It's a combo. You buy, the, you buy the papers and then you also get the donuts. So when we went to buy the donuts and the papers, here was this woman stuck naked in a gutter. Naked like banana was lying in a gutter and foaming, 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 foaming. So we knocked on the door and shouted and called the woman's kids. That come down, your mama is in the gutter, naked and foaming. They said, No, she's asleep. She's in her room sleeping. We say, You don't know what you are talking about. Come and see come and see. So, with a heavy protest, they came and saw that their mother was in the gutter, naked, foaming, dying. So, the question We are, we are living in a world that we don't even understand the things in the world. You see, a certain gentleman also who lived in Germany was traveling back home, and he went to do, you know, buy some few things, and he bought a pair of shoes. When he brought the pair of shoes to the house. He tried it on. The shoe was perfect. Later on when he was packing (laughs) you know what I'm going to say right? He could not find the, the, the half pair was lost. He could not find it. He couldn't. He searched the whole place. I search I search here and there. Turn around here and there. He could not find it. So he left. And then came to his hometown. When he arrived, one of his aunties called. Come here, Come. Whose is this for? And the auntie said, you see, sometimes when you are doing your things, you think that we don't know. We know, but we don't want to bother you. You see? He did not kill for, he, no, he did not kill for a visa. Neither did she have a passport. But she has her own personal jet In the spirit. She has her own personality. So, you think that there are certain things that you have kept it secret. No. It is not. You see, and all these things, right, are responsible for some of the difficulties we have in, in life. So in this world, you need revelation. You know, one day I was praying, I said, Lord, you have to help us. Help the church. And you know what the Lord told me? He said, you need revelation. Because if you don't have revelation, you will be praying amiss. You know? You'll be praying amiss. And the following day, I had a dream that in front of the church, there were three demons directing people Uh, No, away from the church. Like when people come, they direct them away. You see, so that is the revelation, you know. So until those three people are cleared out of the entrance, you may drink oil, you may drink poison, you may drink whatever, lime juice, you may drink orange juice, you may drink every juice. But you see, you are fighting as though you are beating the air. You are fighting as though you are beating the air. So you need revelation, right? And the Bible tells us that for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh, for our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. That is why God told Jeremiah that this world that we live in, it's a spiritual world, it's a dark world. But you have to call on me. And when you call on me, I will answer. And I will show you things that you don't know. Let me ask you a question. If God says that I'm going to prosper you, what kind of prosperity? Because maybe your prosperity does not lie here in America. Your prosperity is in Ghana. Your prosperity is in Hexna, Bosnia, Russia, China, India, somewhere. But maybe you two, you are focused that your prosperity lies here. Because all the prosperity is in America. It must be here. You see, but if you don't have a revelation, if you don't have a revelation, you will say that this is where God has brought me, and you will begin to quote scriptures. Joshua chapter one verse three. The Bible says that wheresoever your foot shall tread, God has given that place to you as your inheritance. Begin, begin to possess. Then you, then you begin to possess the thing. But it's because you don't have a revelation. You see, Joseph, when he woke up in the morning and saw that his Wife-to-be was pregnant. He did what everybody would have done. He said, no. Ah, we haven't started the game. You are pregnant already. And then the Bible says that he decided to call it off quietly. But in the night, God gave him another eye. Gave him another eye. He said, this lady that you are running away from, me, the Holy Spirit, I like her so go back go back for her so somebody will see joseph and they will be talking about him will be insulting him they will be telling him that listen to such a story have you heard it before it will become the talk of the town but you know he stayed because of the revelation that you got do you do you understand what i'm sharing with you yeah. He stayed because of the revelation. So if you don't have revelation for your life, beloved, you would not even know how to, how to overcome certain issues. It's like, you know, somebody has given you calculus and you are allergic to it. When you see it, you have running tummy and you don't know how to tackle the questions. You will not pass. You can fast and you can breathe. He won't pass. He won't. Hallelujah. You have to understand spiritual things. You see, God has created the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the elements to help us. And so that we may have dominion over these elements. And you know, the devil is a very bad man. Everything that God has created, he has also used it in a negative way. So sun is supposed to you know bring us light, it's supposed to cause things to grow, right? But also there are people who are sun worshippers, they worship the sun, something that is you know responsible for photosynthesis. Somebody too is worshipping it and he is using the sun against people. Moon is created for our use, night and day. But you see, so many times you will see that the water levels will just rise uncontrollably. And then they will see that it is because of the full moon. When there is full moon, people are lunatic. People go bonkers. But you see, you may also be, you know, walking through town. Africa market. Then you, I mean, you are buying things. But what you don't know is that the moon, the moon is being used by evil spirits against you. The elements. Sometimes things happen and then we say it's an act of God. Act of God. If it was an act of God, when Jesus was sleeping in the boat and the sea was boisterous, he would not get up and rebuke rebuke the storm. How can Jesus rebuke something that he created? Oh no, he did not. He did it did not. Hallelujah. So there are occultic spirits, witchcraft spirits, demonic activities. They are there and they work at a time that you don't see. And some also they work at a time that we see. Sun brings us light and moon brings us darkness. So, in Psalm 121, the Bible says that the sun shall not smite thee by day. So, something that has been created to benefit us, that thing too can smite you. Because demons can manipulate the sun to bite you. And the moon by night. You may go to bed, you are okay. Nothing was wrong. You get up in the morning, you are sick the moon has hit you. So, God says that as far as I am concerned, the sun will not smile by day, nor the moon by night. You see, in the night, there are a lot of things that go undetected. Hallelujah. This woman, her children thought that she was sleeping, but she was not. She was not sleeping. In the night, she had risen up to go and do her stuff. And she was now coming. You see, evil spirits consider the midnight hour to be the greatest time to effect change and transformation in the spiritual realm. You see, when we lay down to sleep, A lot of things. Your neighbor that you see dignified Monday morning in his time. If God should give you an eye to see him in the spirit at night. Oh my God. You see, my mother was a teacher and one day, one of the school children came to tell her, that teacher, this girl will come to you with something when she brings it. Don't take it. This same girl also told my mother that, look, there is somebody who is here and she is not happy with you because she says that you have nice soup but you are not giving her some of the soup. So, so the person is not happy. Another time too, she was in the class. When this girl could not open her eyes. And she said, ah, why are you sleeping very early in the morning? He said, ah, in the night we went to spread uh, measles. And we did not come early. Into <laughs> blow Isn't that what we call measles? He said, oh yeah, we went to um, spread them. We went to spread them And we did not come early. So, that is why. But meanwhile, you are sleeping. You see, long before the believer wakes up, even to consider his day, witches, demons, occultic worshippers, have already released spells into the atmosphere. So sometimes you get up in the morning and things don't go well and then you say that ah, what a day, what a morning. Why do you think that when people see you, they greet you, good morning? They are saying that let the morning be good. right? But you cannot say that this morning will be good if you have not done anything apart from just sleeping. You have slept throughout the whole day, throughout the whole night. You know, the other time I, I was thinking, why did we institute dumb prayer? Sometimes we even do things without even understanding why we do that. Somebody will fight you. Say, ah, you are worrying the people. You will not allow them to sleep. And I don't, they have to come. 5 a.m. to come and pray. You are worrying them. Let them sleep. And sometimes we do things, I believe, by the promptings of the spirit. And we don't even understand. We don't even understand. But when you look at the Muslims, if you live around Zongo, 5 o'clock, they are chanting and they they are programming the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the elements against you. And the people of God, they, they, they turn on their beds. They get up in the morning, tea crackers. Those are the things that they think about. But before you wake up in the morning, before you wake up in the morning, they have programmed everything against you. Do you understand what I'm, I'm saying? So, if you look at Jesus' life, if you look at Jesus' life, Mark 1, 35. When the disciples are asleep, that is when he is on duty. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me read a nice scripture to you. Job 38, And verse number 12. I said tonight you are going to take the bull by the horn. Job. He says, have you ever commanded the morning? The word command means instruction. Have you decreed? So Job, God was asking Job a question. He said, before you can say good morning, have you? told somebody good morning before? There is a reason why you say good morning. So God asked Job a very important question. He said, ever since you were born, ever since you became a Christian, do you know that you can actually determine how you want your day to go? Do you know that? Because God asked Job this question. He said, have you ever commanded the morning? That means that, have you ever instructed the morning? Have you ever given the morning any instructions, any order? Have you ordered the morning the way you want the morning to favor you? When you are going for an interview, have you ordered your day so that the interview will favor you? Have you ordered the morning? To appear and cause the dawn to rise in the east. Give me the new um, the King James version. King James. He says, Has thou commanded the morning since thy days and caused the day spring? Cause what the day spring to know its place. Beloved, it is, a, it is about time that you cause certain people to know their place. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible, according to Isaiah 14, and I believe verse number 12, I believe, God describes the devil. Isaiah 14, verse 12. He says, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? So the day spring refers to the devil. Because he's the son of the morning. Do you read your Bibles at all? You read it? Okay. All right. So God was asking Job, "That have you ever commanded the morning, right, and caused the day spring to know its place? You can also, you know, read it in conjunction with this you know, scripture. That have you ever commanded the morning, so that you will order the devil to know his place? Wow. You can tell the devil that." Listen, keep your hands away from me today. Right? Let's go back to the scripture. Job 38. Has thou commanded the morning since thy days and caused the day spring to know its place? If you want the devil to know his place, you have to command the morning. You have to instruct the morning. You have to rise early and program the day, right? Because while you are asleep, the demons are also waking. They are also programming the day against you. So God was asking Job, you see all your problems, all these problems that you have, have you ever thought about it? That it is enough, this sleeping too much, it's enough. You see, you may not like the fact that you are being encouraged to come on the prayer line to pray. Even the person who instituted that does not even know the reason why he did that. But it is for you to command the morning so that the day spring, which is the devil, will know his place. Hallelujah. Verse 13 that it might take hold of the ends of the earth when you pray in the morning what you are doing is that you are taking the bull by the horn because you are you are you know you are taking the ends of the earth that the wicked might be shaken out of it so as you are praying and you are instructing the morning you are shaking the devil out of your out of the plans that God has for you in the morning, and you are surprised how things are not going well for you. God was asking, He said, Have you ever instructed the day? And cause the devil to know his place. That you might shake wickedness. Because in the night, whilst you were asleep, midnight, the demons were programming the elements. So you, too, you have to shake, shake the wickedness out of the environment. Shake the wickedness out. Shake the wickedness out. Shake the wickedness out. People who have a lot of problems, they don't pray. They don't. Look at them. Every church program, they don't attend. They don't. Meanwhile, you are supposed to, a command is an instruction from the Lord. So, if you are not obeying this instruction, we will come to it. Let's go on. Verse fifteen. 15. You give me 15. And from the wicked, their light is withholding. Give me a nicer innovation. You know, New living translation. You see, when you wake up in the morning and you are instructing the morning and you are praying, your prayer becomes light. I say your prayer becomes what? And the Bible says that the light shines in darkness. And the darkness comprehends it not. You see, in your house, when it is dark, you will see cockroaches, rats. The moment you turn on the light, ship, 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 they're gone. Because the darkness can never stand when light comes. So your prayer becomes light you share you see you you know you 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 know you just expose the devil by your prayer and then when you do that when you pray when you pray in the night when they are programming their things and you are also pray they feel it they feel where the current the force is coming from So the Bible says that it disturbs them. Look at the scripture. The light disturbs the wicked. That is why things are not you are sleeping too much. Too much. The light that emanates through your prayer. It disturbs the wicked and stops that arm that is raised in violence. It just, uh, 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 it stops, it stops, it stops that arm. It stops the arm that is raised in violence. It stops it. It stops it. That is why, that is why God told the Israelites, kill the animal, use the blood, Paint the doorpost with the blood, but in the morning, in the in, in the morning, that enemy of death, he will be passing through. He will be, yeah, yeah, be passing through, but when he comes, he will see the blood. The blood is making an atonement. When the enemy passes by, yeah, 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 yeah. "This place you cannot pass through. It's a no-go area. If you if you like attempt to fly, you will come down." You see. There are so many people who are looking for money but they have not found it. Uh, no, I mean no. to them everything is over time, calculation. They will, they will never step in church. And they are looking for money but they will never find it. They will find it. Because you see, they do know that they have to get up in the morning and command the morning, instruct the morning, take Take the bull by the you know by the horn and shake wickedness. And as you are praying, as you are commanding powers to come down, your prayers they disturb the enemy, and it stops that arm that is raised in violence. The arm that is raised in violence the arm that is raised in violence against your papers, against your marriage, against your job, against your peace of mind. Your prayer, it stops that arm that is raised in violence. It stops it. Hallelujah! It stops it. A lot of complaints will not stop it. You will do everything but not pray about it. Let me tell you something. Can I give you a scripture? You are responsible for everything that happens to you. You are responsible. Because the Bible says that command, instruct, direct, with your tongue. You know, in Numbers chapter 14 verse 28, Numbers 14, 28, God told Moses, he says, now tell them, now tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you see the very thing so as you are commanding the morning and you are shaking the evil out of your environment the very things that you say the Lord will do it that also means that if you don't say anything what is the Lord going to do nothing 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 nothing, nothing. Nothing. Deuteronomy 28.45. Deuteronomy 28. Yeah? If you have revelation, nothing can stop you. Oh no, let that guy just go about fooling. But you know what to do? You know what to do? Because you call the shots. Because you can take the bull by the horn. Through your prayer, you will shake, you will shake evil out, out of your environment. Your boss is fooling. He said, you, do, you don't know, you don't know who, who I am. I am a chosen generation. Hey, call for to show his excellence. It's just a matter of, tell, no, tell him in the spirit that it is just a matter of when he is asleep. You have woken up in the morning and you are commanding your morning. So when he comes to us, he says, how are you doing? Somebody who no, who doesn't say hello to you. He says, is everything under control? He says, yes, because in the morning you have programmed, you have programmed into the atmosphere. And you are commanding the elements to favor you. Hallelujah. Yeah. If God has given you a command, then he expects you to do it. So this scripture is telling us that if you refuse to listen, that means that if you refuse to obey the command, if you refuse to listen to the Lord God and to obey the commands and the decrees he has given you, all these curses will pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed. So God is telling you, go on to the next scripture. Go on to the next scripture will serve as a sign and warning among you and your descendants forever. Go. If you do not serve the Lord with enthusiasm, you see some of you, you are not serving the Lord with enthusiasm. Enthus- you'll know how to serve the Lord with enthusiasm, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it is not about serving the Lord, but serving him with fire, fire, enthusiasm. So you see, God is telling you, if you refuse to command the morning, If you refuse to instruct the morning. If you refuse to come on the prayer online. And order your day. And order your day. And order how you want the day to favor you. And order the elements. Have you flown. And suddenly. Turbulence. Do you think that God is interested. In you experiencing turbulence. Nah. That is not. What he wants to do to show you that he, you know, he exists. No. He can do other things than that. He says, if you refuse, if you refuse, then all these cases will come upon you. If you refuse to get up and command the morning and take advantage over your own situation, then hey, these cases will come upon you. I said that we, we, we have to stop blaming God. Because we are the reason for our own difficulties. He has told you, get up, shake the evil out of the environment. And you are not. He says, when you you pray, your prayer becomes light and it disturbs the devil. And you are not doing it. You are not doing it. Give the orders, you are not doing it. I have a nice scripture to show you. Hallelujah. Do you want to see it? Matthew 14, 23. Matthew 14, 23. Jesus was an early riser. You see, if God is ever going to take you serious, you must be an early riser. Yeah, because by the time it's in the morning, the devil would have finished you. Whatever he wanted to do, he would have done it. Because, you see, that woman who was in the gutter, if we had come, right? If we had come earlier, we wouldn't have found her there. And that day, if nobody intercepted her, we would have come to find her frying her donuts and selling her newspapers. But you may think that in the night, she has not done anything, but she has gotten up way earlier and commanded them program the atmosphere. So you, by the time you come and buy the both roads, she's laughing with you, but she has finished. She has finished her job. And then the people of, of God as for sleeping. We like it. 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 Then you get up. Then you use your hand. You are surprised why your papers have still not come. You are surprised why the guy has still not come. You are surprised because we are not dealing with flesh and blood. You, you, You look at your face in the mirror and you think that you are a lady, but in the spirit, you are a man. You are a man. is what you don't know. You are a man in the spirit. You have a peer. So you think that you are a lady and you are surprised. The reason is that actually you are not a lady. You are a man. But you see, you need revelation to see that you are not a lady. You are a guy. After sending them home. There are some people you need to send them home. If they are around you at prayer meeting. And they begin to sleep. They will affect you. So you tell them. Brother take your rest. That was why when Jesus was going to the Gethsemane to go and pray. He selected the three. And then even he placed them at a strategic place. When they sleep it will not affect. His prayer Say you. You stay here whilst I go yonder so that you won't see that they are sleeping. So that you will not see that they are sleeping. So he sent some of the people home. He so go and sleep. And then what did he do? He himself, he went up yonder. He went up yonder to the hill by himself to pray. Don't go and pray with people that when the prayer has not started, they ask you, When are we going to close? Send them home and tell them that go and take your sleep. Go and take your sleep. Night fair. Night fair. See, let us learn something from the Son of God who has all the power. He, he is the Son of God and he has all the power. But look at his lifestyle. And those of us who are not the son of God. That is why we are always being sent home. Go and sleep. You see, sometimes when your pastor sees your face and your attitude and your talking, he doesn't want to disturb the equilibrium. So he says, you, 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 you whatever you want to do, you just do it. Just do it. The accusations are too much. To Do whatever you want to do. He will send you home. Go and sleep go and then he himself he went yonder and prayed so night fell while he was there alone so that should tell you that he started the prayer before the night he started the prayer before the because the bible says that he was there when night fell he was there to wait for the demons to start and before the demons could start he had already also prayed into the atmosphere to stop their works. Let, let's go. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble. You see, you see, when he sent them away, they experienced trouble. When you don't pray, you will experience trouble. You will experience trouble. You will experience trouble. Praise and worship song go, and they begin to cry. Mommy, you told me that as for suffering, we will suffer. Hey, what a shock! So you see when he sent them away they experienced trouble far away far away you see you are here in America your people are down there somewhere in Ghana it is very far away and sometimes when you experience problems you yourself you feel far away far you ask where is god that is a cry of somebody who feels that he is far away. Far away. Oh my God. So, the disciples were in trouble far away from the land. For a strong wind had risen. Strong wind. You see, the devil has used the elements against them. But Jesus knew so, he started his prayer. You see, some of the prayers say, we have to pray them proactively rather than reactively. So, he had prayed and he was there when the night fell. Hallelujah. So, while the disciples were on their way going, strong winds, the devil wanted to kill them. Strong winds. You see, turbulence is one of the elements that can cause plane crashes. A whole plane can crash because of turbulence. And they were fighting heavy waves. Fighting. Sometimes your life is like you are fighting. Heavy waves. Hallelujah. Let's go on 25. After 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them. So that means that the guy started his prayer. No, he, he said that he was there praying before the night fell. And then at 3 a.m. So that means that maybe he started the prayer maybe from like 6 six p.m. Because he was there. So he fired them. Ah. So he was battling with them When they were programming the elements and the atmosphere, he was also battling with them. No, you can't touch this one. They were purchased by the blood of Jesus. Devil, I command you, take your ugly hands away from them now. Now. Jesus came toward them. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take care. You see, what was being used against them, he wanted to show the disciples that he has command over the element, over the sea, over the storm. So he walked on the water for them to see that the guy had but you know what let me tell you something Jesus did not walk on the water because he was the son of God but he walked on the water because of the power that he had received as a result of his prayer life so he had command over the elements the elements were under his authority he could command them he said look me I can walk on in the water I can I can't, because if he operated as the Son of God, he would not have. You know, I mean, you know, bother pray all night. Now, let there be light, and there was light. No, but he didn't. It was because of his all-night prayer that was why he was able to take command over the elements, walking, walking on the on the you know the sea, taking control. You know, and he said, "Take courage." Take courage. I am here. Then Peter called to him. You see, Peter, he's like you and I. You know, when you are asleep and they wake you up suddenly, you talk by heart. <laughs> so, hey, hey, Lord, you are here. He said, Lord, if it's really you, if it's really you, tell me to come to you. Walking on the water, the guy was asleep and when he saw somebody doing a miracle. He also wanted to do the same miracle. But there is a difference. So One has prayed all night. And one has been sleeping all night. Let's see the difference. Let's see the difference. Let's see the difference. 29. Yes, come. Say yes, come. So he too, he jumped. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. 30. But when he saw the strong wind, saw the strong wind, when he saw the strong wind, because you see, prayer activates your faith. When he saw the strong wind, his focus was on the strong wind and the waves. And he was terrified. The devil was trying to tell Peter that as for Jesus, they will know him When we went to program the atmosphere, he was there. son, he had even taken lead, and he was also counteracting the things. So as what Jesus said. We met him when when we were there, we met him back. You you were they sent you ahead to sleep, so be careful. So the guy began to do what the guy began to do what he began to sing. There is a difference somebody who has waged war in the spirit in the night, he will be able to walk through the storms. But the one who was sent to go and sleep, he will drown. You are not the same. You can never be the same. Oh! So the guy began to sink. And and then he reached out and said, Save me, Lord. Save me. Let me tell you, 31. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith. Jesus said, Why did you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, when they climbed back into the boat, what happened? They went stopped. You see, Jesus did not take anything for granted. He operated like an ordinary human being. And he said, For me to be able to be victorious over the enemy. I need to program the morning to favor me. So while the disciples were sleeping, he did not. He was on his knees. Praying against the element. Praying against the things of the devil. Destroying the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. Listen, there is only one way to take the bull by the horn and that is commanding your morning that is instructing your morning it is important to shake evil thank God Jesus was there they would have all died yeah thank God Jesus was there they would have all died they would have all perished God works with early risers he takes them very serious. Very serious. Let me give you some few scriptures and then we'll close. Jeremiah 7, 13. Jeremiah 7, 13. While you were doing these wicked things, says the Lord, I spoke to you about it repeatedly. But you would not listen. I called you out to you. But you refused to answer. You know, God was instructing Jeremiah. Bring me um, King James. Since says, I called to you. Called you. I called you. And now because you have done all these works said the Lord, I spoke unto you. I spoke what? I spoke what? continue hey, wait, do you have mouth please let's read it this would I don't know this may be the you know the last time you read the Bible for this week I know you I know you so let's read it ready go. Somebody is chewing gum, so he's not into you know, reading the scripture. We are reading such a powerful scripture. You are done. Okay, continue. You see? Ready? Go? No, 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 no. The same scripture. rise up early rise up early rise up early and come on the prayer line rise up early and instruct your morning oh my god rise up what early rise up early don't be angry with me don't be angry with me don't criticize me. I am telling you a good message. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Even if you are angry with me, I'll still continue to tell you. Amen. And one day, you will come and tell me that, you know, I was not happy with all these corrections. You know, you call the corre- You know, you give the corrections a different name. You know, when I was growing up, my grandfather, he used to turn off every light that is not being used. Every light, he would turn it off. Every light, he would turn it off. You see, a school teacher and a pastor in those days, the pastors in those days, no, they are not like the pastors now. And for this pastor and a school teacher to be able to build a house for us to live in, then it means that he operated in a certain way. For us to have a place to lay our head. You know? So he was turning off the light. This light that is not being used, he will turn it off. Then he would turn it off. And then, you see, young children, boys, our head is full of coconut and wool So he said, This man, too, why? Why? When I became of age, I have also learned that I have to also turn off lights that are not being used. If you are a child, you think of a certain way. You look at the person who is correcting you as evil. But when you grow up, ah, oh, there was a reason. There was a reason. I save more money by cutting you know, waste, not by doing overtime. Because you see, if I do overtime, I may not come to church on Wednesday. Even the fact that I am a pastor, it has determined the type of job that I can do. Because if I do a certain type of job that comes with a certain type of money, Wednesday you won't see me. I will also call you just like you call me that I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. Friday so you won't see me. Because wow. after work we are dining. So that they can say that I am not antisocial. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> or you don't know. Okay, keep watching. Keep watching. Hallelujah. I spoke with you. that rise early. Rise early. Rise. Rise early. And I spoke unto you. Rising up early and speaking. But you heard not. And I called you. But ye answered not. You see? But God is interested in early rises so that He will give you instructions how to conduct your day. He is waking you up early so that He will tell you the questions that will come on the exam. He is waking you early, not for His benefit, but for your benefit, so that you'll be at the right place at the right time. So that you will avoid talking to the wrong people. So that you will postpone this trip. So that you will cancel this trip and rather wait and go at another time. For your own benefit, not for his benefit. Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40. That is how you say it, right? 40. Verse number 4. Isaiah 40. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. Hallelujah! Verse number five. Watch it. Verse number five. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all the flesh shall see it together for the mouth of God has spoken it. There is a scripture somebody find it for me. It says that the Lord has woken me early to give me instructions the Lord wakes me up and gives me instruction it's in Isaiah if you are in um, you know, Romans or whatever you have it wrong the Lord wakens me up Isaiah 50 exactly exactly Exile. Exile. Exile 50 and verse 4. Watch this. Watch it. The Lord God had given me the tongue of the learned. When you open your mouth, so why? Wow, the guy is smart. Even now, TVs, they are smart. We have TVs that have gone to school. We have. TVs that have graduated. So we say smart TV. So even now you, you, when you are going to buy your television, you want a smart TV. You don't want the... You want smart TV. So if you are looking for a smart TV, wouldn't God look for a smart human being? Yes, the Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. You see, some of you, you talk by heart. You cannot, you see, (laughs) you must know what to say and how to say and when to say. Otherwise, carrying on a conversation with you is difficult. Carrying on a conversation, everything you argue. Oh, so then why didn't you also do that? Oh, why didn't you also do that? Oh, so why why didn't you? It, it makes a simple a simple thing. I, I, I mean, so laborious. You must learn how to keep quiet. You must learn how not to argue. If somebody has brought up an issue, okay, all right, I see your point. Okay. Ah, so you two, Why didn't you also do? Hey, hey, measure. Then the whole thing, you know, it stops. But if the Lord should give you the tongue of the learned, you will know how. To speak a word in season when to speak and when to shut up because sometimes when you open your mouth you give up yourself there is time for everything a time to keep quiet but you see your relationship with God it makes you better than a smart TV early rises right he wakeneth what? Morning by morning. Okay. He wakeneth what? Morning by morning. morning by morning. So everything that we read before this one is as a result of the fact that God wakes you up every morning. That is why you have the tongue of the learned. You see the reason why you talk by heart is because you don't wake up at night to pray. You don't know what to say, right? You go for the interview, they ask you questions, you talk by heart. It is because you don't know what to say. You don't have the tongue of the learner. You don't have the tongue of the learner. If you had woken up, because you see, it is not like you woke up. The Lord woke you up like you woke up Jeremiah, but Jeremiah was still sleeping. He says, he wakeneth morning by morning. He wakened my ear to hear. So, when God wakes you up in the morning, it is for your benefit. He wants you to hear the word that is able to guide you throughout the day. He wants to make you a learned person that as you fellowship with Him in the morning and His word is in you. When you open your mouth at work, they say, write a book, we will buy it. Yeah. When they are looking for somebody to solve a problem, let's go to this guy, he is smart. When you are known as a smart person, when you, when you even do wrong, it is not recognized. It is not noticed because you have established yourself as a smart guy in the place hallelujah he says i wake you up every morning so that you will hear you are crying every day ask for this problem but the lord has woken you up in the morning and then he is showing you how you can overcome this problem and you are not paying any attention to him you are not he wakened mine ear to hear as the learned. It. Do you know that if you are not learned, when you study certain things, you will not understand. Hallelujah. Amen. It all comes with what? Your ability to fellowship with God early in the morning. Early in the morning. Every morning from this scripture. Now I know that every morning the Lord comes to wake us up. That's why I say that it is not God's fault. For the situation that you are in. Because every morning, Joyce. He comes and he wakes you up. Wakes you up. Wakes you up. Comes every morning. Because he wants to give you the tongue of the learned. He has come to wake you up. To give you the tongue of the learned. So that you will know what to say at the interview but you were asleep. And when you went and they asked you a question, you have even forgotten your date of birth. (laughs) Listen, I feel like I have to stop because I have a lot of scriptures. Psalm 63 and verse 1. Let's end with this one. I have a lot of scriptures to share with you, but Okay. Oh God. Oh God, Thou art my God, early in the morning. Why not afternoon? Why not evening? Welcometu Abau. <laughs> chat too abano. "You have two jobs. How can you come home and have been eaten your island? After two jobs with an island or with Eba and Agusi soup. Eba and Agusi soup. Haven't worked two jobs from one place to the other and with Eba and Agusi soup. And you take your Bible. Oh God. Shabala bat. Oh. Sendelele. Before we realize you have slept on your Bible. So early in the morning, oh God, I will seek thee, my soul, oh God. My soul. Have you fallen in love before? You can't breathe well. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that is what David was going through. He said, oh, God, my soul, my soul test, my soul test. You see, in John chapter 7, Jesus went to a religious festival. The people who came for the religious festival they were testing of a right relationship with god but they had come they had conducted the religious festival maybe we come to church the first thing you know this short prayers hur, 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 praise and worship after that offering announcement the same thing they had come to church and sometimes we come to church and we go as though we haven't come to church we don't feel anything so jesus was at that religious festival and the people had gone through all their rituals and as the service was over and they were going, he felt that the people did not receive the, what they came for and they were still empty. So he stood up and said, hey, come unto me, come, come. All those who hunger and they test, come and drink. Come and drink. Water is given to the one who is thirsty." you are not thirsty and water is given to you. You put that. You see somebody gave me a ride and then gave me this. But because I was not thirsty. It was very cold. But because I was not thirsty. Look at it. Water is given to the one who is thirsty. That was why Jesus said that. Come those who hunger and thirst. Come and drink. Come and drink. He says my soul is thirsty. If your soul is not thirsty and you are trying to let the person feel that he is thirsty, that is where you are criticized. That is why every good thing is not seen in that way. Because you are trying to give water to somebody who is not thirsty. You are trying to give water to somebody who is not thirsty. But Jesus said that anyone who is thirsty if you feel that you are thirsty, come. Come and drink. So David woke up in the morning. If you are not thirsty, the prayer, your alarm will go. You will give yourself five minutes. Ten minutes. Half an hour. He said, Lord, so okay when I come back. When I come back, Lord. When I come back. When I come back. And when you are going, you are feeling guilty. Lord. When I come back, when I come back, Lord, I will make it up. Hey! When you come back, I do what has called you. Hey! Where are you going? Papa, Oh, Hey, you are gone. But early in the morning, before the demons rise to orchestrate the elements, you have also risen. And you are taking the boom by the moon. And your prayer is like light. That stops the violent hands of the enemy. Hallelujah. Listen. Stop blaming God shine the light on yourself let the light penetrate into your life it will reveal the cancer in you it will reveal the blood clots. it will reveal the cholesterol when you shine the light inside you you will see the poison Stop blaming God when you shine the light inside you you will see your laziness you will see the things that interest you when they talk about the topic that interests you see the way your eyes lit. but when we are talking about something that you are not interested in to kill joy but I pray for you I pray for you what you need is revelation revelation Lord I need revelation open my eyes Lord let me see what I need to see David said that Lord open my eyes that I will see wondrous things out of your Lord you need another set of eyes to see wondrous things out of the law of God you know and when you are spiritual right God gives you signals when you wage war in the spirit when you instruct the morning when you command the morning even when you are coming into contact with evil people God gives you signals. Otherwise, how will you know that this is a good man that I should marry? This is a, a good woman I should marry? This is a good job that. No! God will give you signals. 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 Is that my phone? Keep ringing. I'm preaching. Yeah? Madame Fu. Combo. Jano. It will stop. God will give you signals. 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 He said, this job, don't take it. If you take it, you become a homosexual. But you need to cover your back with the blood. Don't take it. Yeah. Every morning, your prayer will change. Lord, I cover my back with the blood of Jesus. You did not use to pray that way, him. But now, because of the job that you have taken, hey, Lord, my back is covered in the blood of Jesus. Hey, I cover my back. Instead of praying for souls, you are now using the blood to cover your back. You see, God, would... you are spoiling my message. No, get up. Let's pray. Oh, Ramashanda Kere Besuta.